I am Gian, the founding pastor of Victory Church. And today, in our message, God's Guidance, Worship Service 272, January 9th, 2022, from Odessa, Texas, I say hello to you and welcome to this worship service. I would like to invite you to go to the website, vchurch.us. Look for the tab bulletins, click there, and then search for the date. So you can download the bulletin. The other option is if you're watching through a big TV, just put your phone pointing the camera towards the QR code and you will be able to download the bulletin of the teaching of this morning. I want to say thank you so much for your support. If you are one of those who is enjoying the messages that we share, what if you go to the website dchurch.us forward slash give or simply you can send a text message. The phone number is on the screen. It is 432-268-0007. And you can become a partner in this ministry. We thank you, especially to our beautiful church members, because they, with their faithful contributions, including ours, Tracy and I, we all want to worship God through this way. Thank you, Tracy, for the songs. They were beautiful. And thank you, Sebastian, for your work with the video and all the IT work we are offering to everyone available today on the Vimeo channel, the YouTube channel, Facebook page, Twitter, the website, everywhere. <laughs> God's guidance. That is the message of this morning. And I would like to start by asking you, do you like to receive guidance when you are in need of it? Absolutely, you do, right? But what if you don't know how to receive God's guidance? That is a possibility, and today I want to share with you secrets, my friends, secrets in the kingdom of God about the guidance that we can receive from the good Lord Almighty. And that comes from the scripture. So I would like us to read together this passage in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, a scripture that comes from the easy-to-read version, Psalm 119, 105. Your word is like a lamp that guides my steps, a light that shows the path I should take. You know, when you are especially in the night and you don't want to turn on the lights or you are in a place whatever the place is, and it's dark, you will agree with me that without the lamp, you're not going to make it. I don't know if that happens to you, but in my home, sometimes in the middle of the night, I go to the bathroom or I go to the kitchen, and I don't want to turn on lights out of respect of my wife sleeping. <laughs> I know that happens to you too, right? You get up in the night and you don't want to turn on lights but the truth is, we can't see, right? So what is what we need? We need a lamp. So we have flashlights. Sometimes we have those little things. I don't know what's the name of those little lights that we leave in the living room, in the kitchen, everywhere in the bathroom. But sometimes we just grab our phones, correct? And we use that little light, the lamp, or even just the phone. Because when we are in the darkness, and we can't see our path. We need light. The light that you need in your life 
for any kind of problems you have, my friend, must come from the Lord. And actually, in the Scripture, precisely in this holy book that we call the Bible, it's the answer to that question. How can we obtain guidance? How can we obtain light to show us the path? Well, it's exactly there in the Word of God. Personally, I have lived that experience. I don't know if you have too. More likely you do. It is so beautiful when you are debating sometimes about certain decisions in your life and you just wonder what God says about this. <laughs> and it's just absolutely wonderful that suddenly you find a passage in the scripture that talks to you about those kind of particular topics that you were wondering about. I just love that, honestly. I love it. Now, hopefully you are a person that can see well. I hope you are the person that also can hear well. Those are important senses in life, right? Being able to hear, being able to see. But uh, do you have any idea what is to not being able to see anything? Do you have any idea what is that? You know, many of us, <laughs> we wear glasses. Some of us wear contact lenses. And uh, what happens when we don't have our glasses or our contact lenses? We can't see well, right? And it's awful. But uh, imagine if you simply were the kind of person, blind, that simply cannot see. And you know there are many examples that we find in history and even in the art world today, musicians, singers, different artists, people that without the ability to see, they have done wonderful things in their lives. But they are exceptions, really great exceptions because the majority of people that are not able to see, they struggle greatly. Well, I tell you this because one of the things that I would like to do today with you is to understand that when we are in places, for instance, of uncertainty, when we don't know what to do, that could be a place, place that we call desperation. And sometimes people don't like the idea of uh, desperate situations. Well, personally, I don't like them either. But I will tell you something. There are occasions when desperation actually is a good friend. There are cases where being desperate could be a good thing. What's going on in your life today, my friend? Are you struggling with some problems? More likely you are. It's called human life. We struggle. And the thing is, when we are exactly in that place, when we don't know what the answer might be, when we don't know where to find somebody, for example, 
or what to do in this particular situation. When we are in those places of uncertainty and we are desperate, do you know that that could be a good thing? Why? Because it's exactly in those places of desperation is where we are going to start putting our eyes on God. Actually, we are going to start opening our ears to the Lord God. Even better, we are going to start opening our heart to receive from God guidance. So you understand that being desperate, actually, is not totally bad. It could be a great thing for you. Today I want to share with you one story that the Lord Jesus lived. And it's related in the Gospel of John, chapter number 9, verses 1 through 3. And we read, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. While Jesus was walking, he saw a man who had been blind since the time he was born. Jesus' followers asked him, Teacher, why this man born blind? Whose sin made it happen? What is his own sin? Or was, was it his own sin or that of his parents? Jesus answered, It was not sin of this man or his parents that caused him to be blind. He was born blind so that he could be used to show what great things God can do. Oh, that is shocking, right? And uh, quite often we have that question. In fact, you might be right now going through a particular situation that you are asking that question. Why? Why me? Why this is happening to me? Maybe you are asking that question. It's possible that you are even asking that question to the good Lord. Lord, why me? There are many horrible people in the world, people that are doing horrible things. Why this is happening to me? But the Lord Jesus gave an answer to his disciples. He says, this happened. So God will show how great things he can do. Because the truth is God always has a plan for everyone. He has a plan. You probably today are not too happy when you are going through challenges and you just think to yourself, I'm done with this. I just don't like this. <laughs> and probably you have said things to the good Lord that eventually you regret. It's possible, I don't know. But maybe you have been questioning the Lord God. And eventually the truth will come to you with an answer like the Lord Jesus gave to the disciples. There is no necessarily a punishment, particularly when people go through situations. But the Lord allowed those things so he can show his power and how great things he can do. 
Let me show you the, the rest of the story because this is getting even better. From the verses 4 and 7. The Lord said this. Well, while it is daytime, we must continue doing the work of the one who sent me. The night is coming and no one can work at night. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. After Jesus said this, he spit on the dirt, made some mud, and put it on the man's eyes. <laughs> Jesus told him, go and wash in Siloam pool. So the man went to the pool, washed, and came back. And he was now able to see. Praise the Lord. That's a miracle. Because the Lord always has a plan. And there are no coincidences in God. There is no coincidence that you are watching or listening today. Do you understand this? This is not a coincidence. God's guidance. Miracles from God. You were wondering why. And you are now paying attention, trying to figure out what's the end of this story or this message. The truth, my friend, is there are no coincidences in God. The Lord has a plan and he will allow many things coming from one point to the other in order for him to show his power in your life. You don't have a job and you were wondering why. Suddenly, Jesus shows up, and he was busy with his disciples, and he said, we need to work. We have to do our job. You know what is interesting, my friend, about this? For me, as a minister, my wife as a minister in music, and my team, everyone who works and serves God in Victory Church, we all work. And I want you to know that we work hard every single day. Of course, we take our time to rest. We take our time to eat because we have a life. We have family. And we also like to get entertained in a healthy way and go places. Sometimes we need to do medical stuff, going to the dentist to fix the car, Things of that kind. But we work during it is daytime. That is exactly what the, what the Lord Jesus said. While it's daytime, we must do the work that the one who sent me gave us. Every single day, when we go online, when we post Everything that we post, when we release what we release in all social media platforms and websites and all that, we are working. We are representing God in the Lord Jesus for people. So while we are working, Jesus, Jesus shows up in the life of people. Maybe today he is showing up in your life. And the Lord Jesus, in this particular case, did something very, very crazy. 
<laughs> spit on the dirt, made mud, and put it on the blind man's eyes. That is something, my friend. But the healing, the miracle of healing happened. It happens. When you are close to the Lord Jesus, when you are close to God, when, when suddenly in the midst of your dilemma, in the midst of your desperation, <laughs> you see, in the midst of that problem, you just let the Lord Jesus show up in your life. Because how many times people have invited you to come to church? How many times people have sent you passages of the scripture, links, different things, so you can listen God's word? But for, for whatever reasons, you didn't do it. But today you did. There is no, there are no coincidences because you need to hear that in times of difficulty, the Lord will guide you and he can do miracles in your life. The Lord has done miracles in my life. In the life of my family, my wife, my children, church. The Lord does miracles in the life of believers. He can do a miracle in your life. Because he loves to show up in the times of need. It's not what people say. People say because they don't know that God doesn't care, that he doesn't exist. People that don't know simply don't know. But we know the truth. The Lord God is always there when we are willing to get close to Jesus. There you go. Do you know that the Lord God is exactly there? And where you are, there are godly people around you. And it's through those people that he will help you. Do you know that? Many people don't get it. Many people don't get it. There are individuals next to them with the solution, with the answer perhaps with the direction and guidance that they need, but they can see it. They close their, uh, their ears, they close their eyes, they close their heart. They are not willing to let godly people guide them. Don't make that mistake. What is your main need now? What is your main concern right now? Exactly where you are, there are godly people that have an answer for you. Your job is to open your ears, open your eyes, open your heart, and let God move through those individuals. You don't know what the Lord can do until you give them the opportunity to show up. And you were wondering why, why my spouse left me? Why my child died? Why I have this illness? Why I lost my job? Why this, why that? 
you are wondering why, why? The answer is the Lord has a plan. As long as you are willing to listen and consider God's word in your life, as long as you open your heart and let the power of God work in you, you will see, you will experience the power of God. You will experience miracles in your life. He will do it, my friend. Listen, if there are people that have received miracles and God had moved in their lives, He will do it in yours. He will. Just keep believing and keep your faith. But let's continue with this story. All right? Let's see what happens in verses 8 through 12. The neighbors of this blind man, ex-blind man, and some others who had seen him begging said, Look, is this the same man who always sits and begs? Some people said, Yes, he is the one. But others said, No, he can't be the same man. He only looks like him. So the man himself said, I am that same man. They asked, what happened? How did you get your sight? He answered, the man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. Then he told me to go to Siloam and wash. So I went there and washed. And then I could see. They asked him, where is this man? He answered, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Many miracles happen in the life of many people, but not everyone is grateful. We have seen this for many years in church because the kingdom of God is power. The kingdom of God is also justice and peace and joy. But the, the kingdom of God is power. God is real. The Holy Spirit is real. Jesus is real. It's real for those who believe and is real for those who do not believe. It's real for those who, being believers, are grateful and faithful believers, but it's also real for those who are believers that at their convenience, they will be involved with the church and the kingdom of God. The, the kingdom of God with the power of God, is real and is supernatural. Therefore, miracles will happen, like happened to this man. He knew that his name was Jesus. He knew how the Lord Jesus healed him. He explained about the, the spitting in the mud. He explained about going to wash himself to the pool of Siloam. But when they asked him, and where is he? His answer was, I don't know. Basically, he, he was so probably lost in his own happiness being able to see that he forgot who was the originator of that miracle. You know what is interesting, my friend? In life, you see people that when they are in trouble, when they are in need, they go to the presence of God in prayer. Others 
they take a phone number from a church or a prayer a telephone line. Others, they go to a church. Others submit a prayer request. Others directly talk to their friends and relatives that are believers. And some others even go to a pastor. And they say, this is my situation. Such and such person is in the hospital about to die. Can you please pray? Sometimes the request is different. They say, my marriage is a disaster. I'm about to lose my, my family. Can you please pray? Sometimes it's about work. They said, I have applied to 400 different positions. Nobody calls me. I need a job. Can you please pray? The prayers or requests can come from different angles because the needs are so many. And, it, and they change from person to person. And even for the same person, the need changes throughout life. Are you going to tell me that the Lord God has never answered the prayer of yours? I know he has. And I know, in, I know that you in your heart know that is true, that you have tried God before one way or other, and you saw that he moved in his life. So my question to you is this. Are you like this blind man that you just forgot about him and you were rejoicing in your new job, in your new house, with your health back, with your family united again, or whatever the request was, that you just forgot about Jesus. So my question is, are you grateful to God? Are you grateful to the one who is the miracle maker? And that has to do entirely with guidance because the Lord Jesus says, I am the light of the world. You know, this blind man, he needed a miracle of healing. But if you really pay attention to this, the most important miracle is not just having your sight being recovered. The most important miracle that you need to experience is not to get a new job or being healed or restoration in your family, your life, your relationships, or whatever the case may be. The most important miracle is that you can see that Jesus is the Son of God that he is the light of the world. This blind man never processed that. He was so into himself that he was not even aware where the Lord Jesus was. <laughs> so if you were blind and someone heals you, tell me, what would you do? What would you do, my friend? Whatever big miracle you need, and someone grants you that miracle, what would you do? Would you be just like, yeah, that was cool, <laughs> just like that? Or, or perhaps you will be clapping. You say, well done, I'm proud of you. Is that what you will say or would you do? Would you write a review and say, 
That was a great miracle. Thank you very much. Highly recommend it. <laughs> I'm sorry for my sarcasm, but I want just to get you to think of this. How many miracles the Lord has done in your life. And if you are in need of guidance or solution for any problems, keep this in mind. Being grateful. Being grateful. You know what is the key word in life? Appreciation. Anything that people do for you, you should appreciate that. Whoever has put you in contact to be able to listen or watch this message, you should show appreciation. And I'm going to be direct to you about this. If you are being blessed with this broadcast, with this message, what if you show your appreciation to our ministry? When we go to eat places, we don't eat for free. Do you? You know, we have to pay the bill. And as a token of appreciation, whether it's a guy or a girl who was serving at the table, we take extra cash and we say, this is for you. Because we like to show appreciation to people when we go to eat. Well, some of us, not everybody. But the truth is that in life, there is a key word, appreciation. When you learn to be appreciative, appreciative of God because he gives you life and many miracles. Appreciative of his love for you, mercy, and compassion. Appreciative of his provision every single day. You will develop this appreciative heart. You become really someone that appreciates what the Lord does and those who do anything for you. And you know what? When you become appreciative, you will start opening your Bible more often. Because, you know, although the graphic here shows you that there is a crown of thorns, while the light hits that crown in certain angle, the shape on this Bible is a heart, which means love in this context. You know, the, the Bible was written with love from God for you. Your salvation was paid with the life of our Lord Jesus Christ. You are forgiven, or you might be forgiven if you are not a child of God. You can receive the forgiveness of, of your sins because somebody, the Lord Jesus, paid that price. It's a high price. It's not free. It is free for us to receive the grace of God and His forgiveness, but there was a cost that somebody paid for it. So that beautiful book, the Bible, is there available for you all the time. In Psalm 119, 105, it says, Your word is like a lamp that guides my steps, a light that shows the path I should take. When you appreciate God, you will appreciate the Bible, my friend. 
you will. You will appreciate the Bible. That's why I told you earlier, being desperate could be a good thing. Because while you are going through difficulties and you need guidance and you need to know what to do, your desperation can take you to the right place in your heart by being submissive to the Holy Spirit that tells you today, read God's Word. Being desperate is a good thing when you appreciate those who help you. Being desperate moves you to do that. You were hungry, somebody paid for a meal for you. You were cold, somebody gave you a jacket. You didn't have any money for whatever, somebody provided that for you. Being desperate, it could be a good thing. It takes you to a place of appreciation. Do you understand that? Appreciation. The appreciation is going to be reflected with your behavior, with your words, and with your actions. Appreciation is not just saying thanks. <laughs> well, thanks should be the first thing that came, comes out of your mouth every time somebody does something for you, definitely. But it's not good enough, my friend. Because somebody did something for you. Show appreciation. There is nothing wrong with being appreciative. And in fact, there is a law. Do you know that there is a law about that in the kingdom of God? When you plant the seed of being appreciative, you will harvest appreciation from others. That is why many people don't receive recognition. So many people do not receive love. So many people never hear the thank you or actions of recognition and appreciation because they are not able to show that appreciation to anybody. But there are many others that they finally understand and they say, wow, I got to change. I need to start showing appreciation to the good Lord. In my heart, in my mind, in my actions, but also appreciate the scripture. I want to share with you next Sunday on the worship service 273, January 16th, the topic, why loyalty is not popular anymore. That will be next Sunday message. So I hope that you will be here with us, whether it's in person here in Victory Church, Odessa, Texas, or online. Today, we decided to use the image of a guy who is hiking, and, uh, and it's a very good illustration of uh, a great thing for the purpose of this message. You are in a path, you are walking, but you need guidance, right? Well, I will tell you practical things that will help you to receive God's guidance. Learn to enjoy time by yourself. So many people don't want to be by themselves. They are missing the point. And some others are by themselves, but honestly, they are not by themselves. 
because they have to have somebody on the phone talking all the time there, probably physically by themselves. But they are on the phone. And they are just talking with one person and the other and the other, telling about their problems and situations and text messages. And they are super busy telling the story. To receive God's guidance, you need to start right there, my friend. Forcing yourself to be by yourself and start to learning to enjoy that time alone. And why, why do you think that's important? Because when you are by yourself and you are alone, you will reflect not just on your own problem and challenge. You will reflect basically on passages of the Bible that will show you what to do. You know, reflecting is a process that is beautiful, actually. It's when you stop your own mind of thinking whatever you want to think and focusing what the scripture says. The Bible offers you so many wonderful scriptures about everything in life that you can imagine. Love, romantic love, love between parents and children, love among siblings, love for your country. The Bible talks about work ethics, the, the Bible talks about money management, health, government. The scripture will show you through stories or parables, like the Lord Jesus told us, or direct instructional things. What is the right thing to do? God's guidance will come through those passages to you. That is why it's important that you take your time every day to reflect what the scripture says. But you know what is sad, my friend? And I'm not talking about people that don't believe in God or don't believe in the Bible. I'm talking about believers that every day don't take any time to try to hear directly by themselves, reading in the scripture, what the Lord has to tell them that day. They don't. They don't. And some of them, they think they have figured it out. Sometimes, sadly, it's because they have money to pay for this and to take care of that. They think, I don't have a problem. They think that money is going to fix everything. <laughs> Eventually, they will learn that that's not the case. Money doesn't fix everything. Certainly money will help you to fix many things. Many things, but not everything. And it's precisely there. In that line, that border between what you can buy to fix something and what cannot be fixed with money, there is where you need the intervention of God. But what could be better than you receiving the direct instruction from God and His Word, the principles of the Scripture, to receive the guidance that you need? But some people refuse to do that. 
But on the other hand, you have tons of believers that every day they rejoice in reading their scripture. Every day, some people read one verse of the scripture every day. Other people read the whole passage. Other people like to read one whole chapter. And other people read or listen to the Bible for hours. The point is, because you appreciate God and what He's doing for you, and you are in need of something, you want to hear what is what He has to say. Psalm 119, 105, we have read this before. It says, your word is like a lamp that guides my steps, a light that shows the path I should take. Every day we have challenges. Every day you have questions. Every day you will have different, probably, problems or temptations or difficulties and you will need guidance from God. The more that you read the Bible, you will know more about how He thinks, how He operates, how He handles things. Then is when you're going to learn the principles and rules and commandments that will help you to have the kind of life that He wants you to have. Because the Lord Jesus says, I am the light of the world. He is the lamp, the light. You see that? How beautiful is that? <laughs> of course, you need to learn to listen the voice of the Holy Spirit in your heart. But my friend, I want to tell you something that so many believers don't want to hear. It is about their, the problem that I observe in many believers today that they don't want to do what the Bible says, that they hear their own voice in their minds, and they think it's God talking to them. They're fully convinced. They are not listening to the Holy Spirit. They are listening to their own voice, to their own desires. And they just go and do whatever they think is what they should be doing. And quite often those actions or those Decisions are contrary to God's word. Do you realize that the Holy Spirit will never tell you to do something that is against the principles of the scripture? He will not contradict himself. So many people say to me, so how can I learn to, to, to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit? My answer to you is this, my friend. You must earn it. And maybe you don't like the idea. But you must earn the right that the Lord God, through His Holy Spirit, will speak directly to your heart. And you are thinking right now, earn it. How do I earn it? Well, the Lord God is going to do that. Once He sees that every commandment, every principle, every rule... Everything that he is showing you in the scripture that you have read, you do it. But imagine this. The Lord has all the knowledge and secrets of the whole universe, right? But let's suppose that for practical purposes, he has answers for your life. 
But he is willing, remember, to bless you because he wants you to be successful as a child of God, not in the eyes of the world, succeeding by being obedient to what he says. He wants you to know those secrets, but he will test you. And he says to you, I don't want you to lie, but you keep lying. <laughs> the Lord says to you, I don't want you to be unfaithful, but you keep being unfaithful. Unfaithful in your heart towards your spouse. Unfaithful to God towards in whom you really trust. To faithful to, you fail sometimes by not being faithful to the Lord in your giving. Because you hold the percentage that belongs to the good Lord. And it's written, but you don't want to do it. Sometimes could be other commandment. Like worshiping the Lord one day per week. And you don't want to do it. Honoring your parents. To give you another example. And on and on and on. The commandments are clear. The principles are clear. You read them. You scan them. You disregard it. And now you are about to tell me that the Lord is talking to you about something? You are delusional, my friend. You are. If you think that God will talk to you when you, in a defiant way, disobey the written word of God, I feel sorry for you. And I hope that's not your case. But I have to tell you the truth. In order to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit in your heart, you need to earn it. By doing what you already know, it's a commandment, it's a principle. The Lord just, don't you think that he put what he put in the scripture just because? Okay, guys, these are my suggestions for your life. <laughs> About a week ago, I released a message called, I forgot the name, but it's about the blessings. In chapter 28 of Deuteronomy, talks about that. Expect is the title of the message of last week. Expect. And, and there I explain to you that chapter 28 describes all the blessings that comes as a result of believing and obeying God's word. So there are many wonderful things that will happen to you when you obey God's word. But when it's about guidance from God... And the voice of the Holy Spirit talking to you, my friend, you need to start there. Otherwise, you are just hearing your own voice. Or maybe you are hearing the voice that comes from the darkness. Remember, Eve was not inventing the idea of eating that forbidden fruit. It was the enemy talking to her. The commandment was clear. Don't you touch. Don't you eat. Leave that tree alone. <laughs> but no. 
Disobedience will bring consequences to the life of people. And then it's Adam there, right? What you doing, girl? I want you to try this. It's delicious. Oh, really? But I thought that it's okay. Not a big deal. Okay. The consequence, terrible. Be serious about your understanding of God's word because if you're just listening or hearing probably, but you're not listening, processing, and you have no intention whatsoever of applying the knowledge of the scripture into your life, that's a terrible mistake. And then you will come up with the idea, God told me that I need to do this and that. You know, all the individuals that through my life in the Lord Jesus Christ, over 35 years serving God, all the individuals that I have met, that I have seen that they refuse to obey the Bible. They refuse to get together regularly. They refuse to give to the Lord regularly. They refuse to, to read and pray to the Lord. They refuse A, B, C, all the commandments. They refuse defiantly. I have seen many of them coming up with such a crazy ideas about how they should live. And they take passages of the scripture randomly to try to support their wrongdoings. You don't want that kind of lifestyle, my friend. You know, the life with the Lord is beautiful, but you need to do it the right way. You need to be serious with God. The Lord, the, the Lord doesn't want you to have a sad life, religious life, boring life. No. In fact, in the Lord Jesus Christ, you will experience more freedom than without Him. He came to set you free. But you need to take Him seriously. When you take the Scripture seriously and you take a passage and you say, okay, so the Scripture says that I must do this, you do it. Slowly you will start to hear in your heart. You will perceive. You will get ideas. You will know the Lord wants you to do something special. And that makes sense. My next advice to you, my friend, is to rely on the Lord alone. Put all your trust in the Lord. Trust in Him with all of your heart. And when it's about your decisions, Follow the principles of the scripture. You are not going to make a mistake by doing that. I promise you. You won't make a mistake. Follow the principles of the scripture. Relying on the Lord, you will succeed greatly. But if you have any question, if you have doubts and you are just still thinking, is this what I should be doing? Speak with wise people to confirm what you feel is God's guidance in your life. What is wrong with that? Do you know what is interesting, my friend? Those individuals that stop obeying God's word and stop getting together with other believers, 
stop worshiping God. They stop reading the Bible. They isolate themselves to a point where basically they don't talk to anybody. That's a mistake. On the contrary, you should be willing to develop those relationships with wise people. And they will confirm what you think is God's will for your life. Because it has to be biblical and it makes sense and applicable to your life. You are going to be extremely happy when you do that. I promise you this. Now, my friend, if you are right now overwhelmed with all this thinking, I don't know even where to start. Perhaps today is the day to really start your life. You know what the scripture declares in John chapter 3, verse 16? God loved the world so much that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him will not be lost, but have eternal life. And that is what you need to do today. Give your whole heart to the good Lord and pray to him. Pray with me. Say these words. Dear God, please forgive me. I want to change. Remove sin from my life. I need you, Lord. I open my heart to you. I don't want to be the same person. Change me, Lord. Change me from inside out. I believe Jesus is your son. And I declare that starting today, Jesus is my Lord. I will do what your word declares. Amen. Welcome to the family of God, my friend. Welcome to the kingdom of God. Do things right. I thank you so much for being here with us today. This message is God's guidance. Share it with somebody that you think might need it. And we hope that you will continue watching and connecting with us here in Victory Church. If you are in Odessa, come to our church every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. In the name of the Lord God Almighty, my church members and leaders, my wife Tracy and I say to you, thank you for watching and connecting. We wish you a beautiful rest of your day. Hey, 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 hey. That's all, that's all, that's all, folks. <laughs> Time to go home. <laughs> Ciao.